Welcome to Confident as Fuck, a podcast for moms who want to feel less alone in the shit show of motherhood. I'll share stories, conversations, and real life advice from moms just like you. We'll tackle the hard things. Think of it as a vent session with your bestie over coffee. But more than that, I want this to be a place you can come for inspiration, motivation, and a little kick in the ass to help you on your way to living your full potential. Moms are people too. So get ready for a no BS approach to help you embrace and love yourself as you become your most confident self. If you're a mom who wants more, buckle up, sister. Let's do this. Hello, hello. Nice to be here with you once again. Um, sitting at my desk this morning. It's early freaking morning. So if I'm not talking as loud, because I don't want my children to wake up. You also might hear my dog. She's wonderful and very old. And so she can't hear and she likes to move around a lot and snore. So hi, here we are. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. I wanted to share today a little bit about building a business as a working mom. So First of all, uh, even six, seven, ten years ago, if you would have told me that I owned a business, ran a business online, and had three children and did that all, um, I would have completely laughed in your face and said, yeah, right. I don't want to own a business. Uh, It's too much. I don't want to be responsible for for all of that. I actually, in my former life as a massage therapist, one of the reasons I actually got out of being a massage therapist is because I didn't want to own my own business and I didn't want to be responsible for all of that and figure all of the money stuff out and taxes and marketing and, and all of that stuff. And so sitting here today, talking to you about how I built an online business as a busy working mom is kind of surreal, but also super awesome. Think about it. You could be even just five years away from a completely different life. And if you love your life right now, that's, that's awesome. But, and it could be even greater, just something that you don't even realize or nothing that is on your radar could be in the works behind the scenes right now. So I want you to keep that in mind that nothing is off the table. We have different seasons in life. We have different goals and you never know where something could take you. So be open to that and be willing to see the opportunities. I promise it's worth it. So I wanted to share some of my experience and kind of how I got started. I get the question um, a lot, like, how do you do it all? And I just, I'm I'm too busy and I could never do that. I really want to, I'd really like to do something, but I just, I've got too much going on. I could never fit it in. And I wanted to kind of start with what not to do. And so these are the lessons that I've learned. And it's really powerful to be able to start something from scratch and be willing to fail. I've been thinking about this really in my workouts lately, the the time that I'm recording this, I'm doing a strength training program, which is a lot of weights and, um, it's very traditional weightlifting. So it's a lot of two failure. So what that means is you lift as much weight as you can until you can't possibly 
lift anymore or do one more rep. Like you should be done at the end. You shouldn't be able to lift any more weight. And it just translates so well into life. And really we give ourselves permission in our workouts to fail and to go so hard that we're done and to just lift so heavy that we can't possibly do anymore and to have to drop the weight and to have to reduce our weight. But in our lives and in our, you know, business or life goals, we are so scared to fail that oftentimes we don't even start. So I think we can take the lesson from workouts and fitness. I'm like, what if we just pushed ourselves until we had to drop something until we had to fail and know that that's building strength and that's teaching us a lesson in some way. So take that little lesson from my fitness into your life and know that it's okay to fail. You will learn something. You will be able to do it better the next time. And really it's what has helped me do this and stay on top of this business and stay with it for as long as I have is knowing that every time I do something that I'm scared of, I know I'm going to get stronger. I know I'm going to learn something. And I know that next time I do it, I'll be a little bit better at it. So I wanted to start by sharing things that didn't work. So when, uh, just a little bit of backstory, if you haven't been around or you don't follow, I uh, started actually in network marketing about six years ago. I was a mom to a toddler and I had a newborn at home. I was just coming to the end of my maternity leave. I was sitting on the couch and I had, I was actually still in school uh, taking online classes for my bachelor's degree uh, in nursing. I had my RN, I'd been working for years and thought, oh, this is just the next thing that I do. I just get my bachelor's and then I'll go on to nurse practitioner school. I'll get my nurse practitioner because, you know, more letters behind my name um, is better, right? That's more accomplishment. That's more, quote, success. And I will never, ever, ever forget the moment I was sitting on my couch, had a baby on my boob nursing and a toddler running around and my husband is walking out. And I've talked about this before, and this is no shame on my husband. But he walks out, although there there will be an episode coming up about this resentment in relationships, especially after having kids. But my husband walks out to go, oh, I don't even remember hunting or golfing. It would have been, no, no, it was like springtime. So he was, I don't know, he was going out to do something. And I was so pissed that he had these hobbies and he was just doing them with no, no kind of, no worries. He just did the stuff that he liked to do. And that day I was sitting there, I was like, screw him, screw this. Like I need to find something to do in my applications for school. I remember thinking in the hobbies and interests section, I was like, I have no hobbies or interests. I don't even know what I like to do. I don't do anything just for me. I take care of these children. I go to work. I come home. I cook. I clean. I take care of everyone else. You know, you see that meme. It's like, I'm a mom. My hobbies include uh, peeing by myself or not. And, you know, 
cleaning, wiping butts all the time. And so it was this huge moment of, holy shit, what am I doing with my life? And it was the start of this incredible, it was a a painful start, I might add, to this journey to where I am now and building the business that I have. And so I got involved with um, a company that I love, that I'd always done fitness programs through and I didn't even realize there was a business opportunity with it. But um, basically, if you're not familiar with network marketing, it's sharing something that you love with your friends and you get compensated for that um, by the company. And so I started doing this and holy crap, I felt more alive than I had in a very long time. I felt more alive than I realized I could, than I realized I needed. And, you know, there's a lot of moving parts. There's Charlie. She's my grandma dog. Um, There's a lot of moving parts and a lot of things that helped me do that between working on my fitness, being introduced to personal development. uh, So working on my mindset and also working on building this business, which I had really zero experience in. And so as I started, I learned a lot of things to not do. And I wanted to share those with you first. And I'll follow up with the things that I've learned to do and the things that have helped me continue on and where I've pivoted to be able to build this business online in a way that feels aligned And it doesn't feel extra. It doesn't feel like a burden on top of all of the other responsibilities that I have. So probably the number one thing that did not work for me was not communicating with my husband what I was doing. And I'll be honest, I didn't even tell him that I signed up uh, for this opportunity to do this. And I put it on a credit card, hoping he wouldn't look at the statement until my stuff was already here. Um, I thought he would judge me, that he'd be mad about, you know, me spending money and, you know, all of these things. I have money issues. I've worked a lot on my money mindset, but at the time I was so worried and didn't communicate with him why I was doing it why it was important with me and just kind of, he, you know, this business is mostly based online. And so he would see me on my phone and I wouldn't tell him what I was doing when I was talking to people or working on posting or learning, listening to podcasts, he would just see me on my phone. And so that brought up a lot of hard, not just hard feelings toward the business. And so he started to resent that part of it and it brought so much, uh, well, so many, so many arguments because also I wasn't prioritizing my time and I hadn't really learned how to do that yet. Um, and when I fell so hard for this business and the feeling that it brought and fulfillment, I, wanted more and more of it. And so I had a hard time actually pulling myself away. And it's a little bit how my brain works when I get really, really into something, that's all I want to do. And so that caused, um, that caused some strain on our relationship and had me doubting whether or not I should, I should do it 
in the first place. Um, and so number one is communication and really being honest with the people in your life about what you're doing and why it's important to you. Once I was able to share what I was actually doing and it would go as far as, Hey, look, um, here's what I'm doing, you know, on my phone or I'm on my computer right now. This is what I'm doing. I'm checking my back office, my online office. I'm, um, checking in with the women that I'm helping look like this woman feels so much better. Look, she says she's lost this much weight and she's able to, you know, run around with her kids again. And I started sharing the things that made me feel so good about it with him. And little by little, he started seeing how great it made me feel. And so he was more supportive because he knew why I was doing it and what I was actually doing on my phone. And I wasn't just scrolling around and, you know, goofing off on social media. So if you have a, a spouse, significant other, communication is huge. Please don't discount that and start to really talk about it. And just a little bonus, when I started making some money to really be, um, make a significant income, that got his attention real quick. I don't know, money talks to guys, but he was like, oh, this is an actual thing this is an actual thing. Like you're making money off of this. I'm like, yeah, I am. Like, so, uh, maybe it's because they're more, uh, one track mind or they need something physical, like that's not so abstract, something tangible to, to see what you're doing and the outcome of that. So communicate with your partner about what you're doing, why you're doing it. And, why it's important to the family and how it can serve the family, whether that's financial, whether that's, listen, this lights me up. I'm going to keep doing it. So you have a happy wife. <laughs> Not that that's the only thing that makes me happy, but, uh, he could really see and after a while and, you know, being totally honest, it, it took a little while as personal growth is not fast, just like, you know, fitness. If you want sustained results, you need to keep with it and be okay with it taking a while. But after a while, he would just realize, he'd be like, wow, you're really like, you're, you're different. You wouldn't have reacted that way before, or this is really, I can see a difference in you. And so really making it about the family or, you know, just your, your partnership and what's in it for them and why you're doing it. Now, a little bit before that, I guess, maybe number one should be this is I, compared my goals and based my goals on what other people told me I should do or what other people's goals were. And so I did this out of order, but I don't care. Number one really should be finding clarity on your own goals. Why do you want this? I just for a long time did what people said and, and set my goals based on what other people told me I should do. And while those goals weren't necessarily bad or, you know, inherently not what I wanted, the why behind them might've been different. And the, um, that it made it hard for me to take action toward those goals. Cause I didn't feel an actual connection to them. So when I got clear on 
what I wanted for me and how I wanted to feel as I built this business, things became so much easier to fit in and to take action on because they were mine. And I knew what I wanted and and I knew why I was doing something. So instead of being like, oh, I've got to do this and this and this because so-and-so says so, I said, you know what? It's important that I follow through on this, this, and this because the outcome is going to have this effect on my family because I know that I want more financial freedom for my family. I know that I want to have more of an impact on the world in this way. And when I connected to my own reasons and found my own goals, the business aspects of it were just kind of they they became easy and they became like this is this is just what I do. So it's also where I came up with and just drill into with my Project Confidence Academy clients is finding clarity, whether that's in your business or in your life. I talked to actually a lot of you who, when I talk about on social media, like find what lights you up, figure out what you want and what you love to do. They're like, I don't know what that is. How do I figure it out? And you know, this is a, a different episode or you can go back to um, some previous episodes where I've talked about this, but so many times in motherhood, we talk about how we lose ourselves. We forget who we are when we are so busy taking care of others and finding those things that truly light you up and bring you joy. The things that you could talk about all day long, the things that people ask you questions about, the things that you just have this deep desire to do even if you can't quite explain it, sometimes the most powerful things in our lives, we don't know where they came from. We can't really explain why we love doing it or why we have the desire to do it. It's just in us. So find some clarity around why you would want to build a business. Why would that be important to you? And then go a little bit deeper when you, maybe you're looking at what kind of business do I want to build? What do I want to spend, you know, more of my time doing and what lights you up? What gets you excited? What could you spend all day doing and go there first, start there. You might pivot and you might find things. My business has pivoted and I still run my network marketing business, but I've also done this. I've started a podcast. I started my own coaching program and developed my own course and own workbooks around things that I have found really, really get me fired up and things that I have found expertise through my experience in. And so just doing it and just starting will get you further than thinking about it and sitting in your fear and wondering what's going to happen. Just start, find clarity in your own goals and your own why, and just start run toward those things. The next thing, comparison. This is, I feel like in life in general, but I would see other people in my business doing this, doing that posting. And I would get in this mindset of, well, must be nice. Or she's got this many followers. So that's clearly why she's successful or, well, she's doing this. So I should do this, or she's got this. So that's why she's successful. And that's why I'm not. And it completely, it would crush me and it would paralyze me from taking action in my business. 
And I got so stuck in those comparison spirals that I don't even like to think about how much further along I would be if I hadn't got stuck there. And it's so easy now, especially if you run a business online and part of that is on social media, you are bound to see someone else doing something similar to what you're doing, which to turn this around and to turn it into the do, it's look at those people as proof and know that you can do similar things, but you bring something different to the table. And that's where everything kind of trickles down from that finding clarity piece. Because when I really got clear on what I wanted, why I was doing it, I could see and I could feel the power and the uniqueness in what I brought because no one else has your experience. No one else does what you do the way you do it. So take that power with you. If you see someone else that um, maybe it triggers you or you find yourself comparing to, and it's where I put my blinders on. So don't compare yourself. Do put blinders on. Unfollow people who trigger you on social media. Know that that's okay. Know that one, that's a little bit of a, of a red or yellow caution light that's like, hey, there's something about this person. This is trying to tell you something. If you feel those triggering feelings when you see someone post or hear someone speak, it's trying to tell you something. But if you're not quite ready to figure what that out, what that is, out what that is yet, then just unfollow. It's a great button. If you want to see what they're into a couple months down the road, you know how to find them. You don't need that bullshit showing up in your feed every single day that's going to get you in that comparison spiral and have you freeze and stop taking action toward your own dreams and goals. It is okay. You don't have to know exactly what everyone else is doing. For me, I legit felt unfollowed every person that was in the same business as me for a long time. It wasn't until recently, probably the past one or two years that I started following um, other people in the same business as I was. And I still am very selective. You get to create your own social media feed. So you can have your feed full of people who trigger you, who you're comparing yourself to, who bring negativity in your life. You can choose to do that, or you can choose to follow people who empower you and feel good about what you're doing, who teach you things, who make you smile. I would highly recommend doing an audit of your social media and doing a complete clean out on, I think it's Mel Robbins that talks about unfollow Friday. Like just go through, is this person bringing value into my life? Nope. How does this person make me feel shitty? Okay. Unfollow. It's very, very simple. And I promise you, if you do that, you will notice such a huge difference in your mindset and your uh, ability and desire to take action because you're not going to see any of those people. Um, show up and have you start comparing. So you are more likely to take action if you just stop, unfollow, and save that mental space for things that empower you and teach you. Kind of on the same note, I am a recovering people pleaser and I was really worried about what people are going to think and worry that I was going to be judged and people were going to talk about me and, um, you know, 
whatever they were going to think about me would be you know, negative in some way. Uh, turns out they do. They judge me. They talk about me. They probably, I don't know, they may have a negative opinion about what I do. I give zero fucks now. Here's why. I took a little post-it and I give this to my PCA clients and my coaches that I mentor as well. And I take a regular size post-it and I write on there the people whose opinions truly matter. And this might look different in different areas of your life. For me, speaking on business, I write the people who I appreciate and respect their opinions, who I know have my best interest at heart, who I know aren't, you know, they're going to be honest with me and they're going to love me no matter what I do and be supportive. Those names on the post-it, so it's a post-it, it shouldn't be that many names, are the only ones that I think about when I think about whose opinion I care about. And I forget the rest because is anyone else paying your bills? Are you getting into bed with anyone else? Are they supporting your business? Are they making your business? Are they building it? Are they living your life? Do you want their life? These are all things that I think about when I start to get caught up in the, holy crap, what are they going to think mindset? Like, does it matter? Doesn't matter. And honestly, yes, they may talk. They may think certain things about you, but it's for a split second. It's never as long or as much as we make up in our heads. People care more about themselves than they do you. So you are special, but you're not that special that people are spending their days and nights thinking about what you're doing and judging you and talking about you. So at the end of the day, who the fuck cares? Do what you want. They're going to talk. Might as well give them something to talk about. <laughs> All right. Got a little good. Get a little fired up about that. Last thing that I don't want you to do. If you're thinking about building a business as a busy working mom is leading your business activities up to happenstance. And so this was for me, it was, oh, I happen to have some time right now. So I'm going to work on, or yes, it's about you kind of like fit things into the little pockets, but I didn't plan or treat my business like a business and set aside time to actually work on things. So this for me looked like, okay, I'm just gonna I'll post real quick here, or I'll, I'll reach out and I'll message or I'll email real quick here. And then it ended up with me being inconsistent with my business, business activities, which left me being inconsistent with my income and my results in my business, which had me doubting what I could do. And if I was able to do it, when I set hard and fast boundaries around my business and around my family, because for me, it was really important not to give up all my family time to do, to work on my business. I didn't want my kids seeing me on my phone all the time. I didn't want to be glued to it. I wanted to be able to step away and put my phone down and know that, no, I have this time that I get to work on it. And that's when I'm going to save it for. And as I, I remember being on this training and, um, it really helped me get my priorities straight and really, tactically and tangibly work on a schedule and fit in business activities. And so I use this analogy with my clients now of you have this big glass jar and you, when it comes to your schedule, you have to put in the big rocks first. So for me, it was, okay, I have my day job. I still work full-time as an RN. So I'm fitting this in all around that. 
I have my family and appointments and other, you know, important things that I can't miss. I, um, then I have, I, so I put all of those things in this big jar first. I have the smaller little pebbles. So for me, these are, this is my business stuff. This is my, my self-care, my workouts. Actually, those are probably bigger rocks. And so I fit all the big things in first, and then I can fit the little pebbles in kind of around it. And then those are like the would like to do. So I have like the need to do's are the big rocks. The would like to do's are important to do's are the smaller pebbles. And then you have like grains of sand. These are, this would be really nice if I could do this. This is the kind of the extra stuff. This is the, oh, I'm going to like set myself. I'm going to watch Netflix or do this or do that or get a pedicure or like just hang out. Before I was filling the glass full of sand, full of all these kind of menial activities that weren't really getting me anywhere. And I was trying to fit these big rocks in this glass full of sand, which it doesn't really work like that. So I started using kind of a block scheduling. I would say, okay, I plug in all of the most important things first, and those are my priority. Then I fill in the other little things that I get to fit in around that. And I do this visually in my planner. I plug in all the most important things. And then after that, I go through and I do all the next things. So for that is business activities that I can fit in, in the cracks of my day and, um, other, you know, other things that are important to me. And then, like I said, the things kind of the fluffy things are all the extras. Those I can fit in around those things. And that makes sure that I get the most important things done first. And those are my priorities. Hey, real quick, could you leave me a rating and review? It'll help get the word out to more moms like you who maybe are silently struggling or feeling like they're alone in this crazy, crazy world. Super appreciate it. Okay. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Okay. So takeaways are number one, Find clarity on your goals and why you want to build a business. Think in the future, what is this going to do for me, for my family? What kind of an impact is this going to help me make? And why is that important to me? Number two, communicate those reasons to your significant other, spouse, partner, anyone that's important to you and that you have regular uh, time, life, you're spending time and interaction with. Number three, put your blinders on, ignore what anyone else is doing. After you find clarity, focus only on that. Number four, use a post-it challenge to help you keep the people that are most important to you and their opinions in focus so you can ignore everyone else's opinion. Number five, treat your business like a business. And 5A, schedule in the time into your life to take action on this. Schedule business hours. If you are going to start a business online, you're a CEO, you are a business owner. If you had a brick and mortar store, you would have business hours and there were times that you would be there. So set aside times, use the kind of glass jar with rocks in it to help you figure out when those times, when the time best times might be for you to stay most consistent with your business. Listen, I never thought I would 
own a business, let alone online, let alone put myself out there on social media like I do. It has brought so much joy and fulfillment and freedom and friends and growth to my life. I can't see not doing it. So if you can open yourself up to the opportunity, you have a business inside of you. If you, Whether it's just to have that thing for you, whether it's to contribute financially, more financially to your family, or whether you are an entrepreneur and you know business person at heart, you have an idea that you know could impact people and could help them. You have something in you. Now, I don't have all the answers business-wise. I am happy to share, and I would love to hear your feedback. If you'd like to hear more about the actual like tactical things and the ways that I built uh, a business podcast, online course, all of those things, I would love to share my experience. I'm no expert by any means, but I do have that experience and I've learned a lot of things. And I hope that even if you've had a little inkling or maybe business isn't your thing quite yet, you've taken something away from this because all of these things can be applied to life in general and figuring out what you want, communicating that, making it a priority and not worrying about anything that anyone else thinks or says or does and not letting those other people, those other opinions stop you from realizing your dreams, what's important to you and from really truly letting your light shine and fulfilling the purpose that you were put here to fulfill. Cause my friend, you were put here for a reason and you have that light inside of you. It's time to freaking let it shine. I cannot thank you enough for hanging out with me. If any part of this episode had you aggressively nodding your head saying me too, or gave you a different perspective or just helped you feel a little less alone, I would love it if you left a review or shared it with your best mom friends. Screenshot and tag me on Instagram so we can connect and I can support you. We need to get this message out so that more mothers like you know their worth outside of changing diapers and the school pickup line. It's time we reclaim the confidence inside of us, messy bun and all, and show our children and the world what we're capable of.